So over the weekend you had a chance to be in a meeting and minister to people. 在过去这个礼拜，你们有机会参加在聚会，然后服侍人。And some of it would have been successful, some not so successful. 有一些很成功，有一些不太成功。Fortunately, we were just practicing. 感谢主，这只是一个练习。So,、uh, in the after this session, we want to give you an opportunity to ask questions. 所以在这一堂课结束之后，希望给你们一些时间能够来问问题。You may have many questions now. You may 可能现在有很多的问题了。And it's only when you get involved in ministering that these questions really surface. 但是是唯有当你开始参与侍奉的时候，你才会有这些问题出来。Jesus made it very clear in his ministry. 耶稣在他服侍里头非常清楚。That he intended to multiply the ministry and delegate this work to his disciples. 他要能够倍增他的侍工，把这些侍工给他的门徒去做。Very clear when we read scripture. 当我们我们去读经文的时候，非常清楚。That right through Jesus' ministry, he delivered people of evil spirits. 在耶稣的服侍当中，他让人从邪灵当中得到自由。And he connected deliverance and healing to the commission. 他是把医治跟释放跟大使命连接在一起。For example, 比如 In Mark chapter three, verse thirteen and fourteen. 在马可福音第三章十三节到十四节。Said he called Those to himself that he had chosen. He called those who he had chosen to his side. In other words, he called the twelve. 就是他呼召了这十二个人 He called the twelve, one to be with him. 他要这十二个陪伴他 Discipleship always requires relationship connection. 门徒训练永远是跟人际关系有关 It's caught, not taught. 是抓住而不是被教导的 So many of the things of the spirit are caught, not just. Taught about. 灵里头很多的东西啊，是你要能够抓得住，而是不是被教导的。So I've tried to give language to you for things of the spirit to make it easy to understand. 所以我试着跟你讲到一些在灵里头的东西，让你能够比较能够理解的。But it's actually a flow of life. You've got to put yourself in the place where God is working through you to learn these things. 但是它真的是一个灵里头的流入出去，要让你能够学习得到的。And after the disciples had ministered, Jesus talked to them and they asked questions. 所以当门徒他们结束的时候，他都会问耶稣问题。Even when they failed, they asked him questions. Why? 就算他们失败的时候，他也会问这些问题。So we see Jesus discipled them by a method of life and interaction. 所以耶稣乃是用他的生命的教导来带领门徒。And he had a purpose. 他有一个目的。That he might send them to preach the gospel. 他能够带叫他们出去去教导。To heal the sick, and to cast out demons. So we find right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, his intention was the disciples would not just preach the gospel, but operate in power. He is able to teach these disciples not just to preach the gospel, but operate in power. Word and power. We need to have both. We need to have both. Initially, the disciples watched Jesus ministering and helped manage and organize the crowd. So, 刚开始的时候，这些门徒就是看耶稣在那里服侍。Then there came a point when he began to commission them to go out and to minister. 然后他就开始差遣他们出去开始服侍。So in Matthew chapter ten, verse one. 所以马太福音第十章第一节。He sent them out in pairs. 他用他们两个两个出去开始服侍。And he gave them authority. 就给他们权柄。To heal the sick, to cast out demons. Heal the sick, cast out demons. 医病赶鬼
and told them to preach the gospel. So again, you see in Matthew 10, verse 1, and uh, you find right through that passage, they preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. <coughs> then in Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10, it says he uh, called the 70 to himself, and says he uh, appointed them and also commissioned them to go out. He, he lifted them up to a new level of operating by laying on of hands and commissioned them. And what did they go out and do? Preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. Okay, that's the 70. So now we've got 12 sent out, preaching, healing, casting out demons, then 70 gone out, so there's 82 gone out now, preaching, healing, casting out demons. And we know they cast out demons, because in verse 17 they came back rejoicing, saying, even the demons are subject to us. They were happy. Wow, this is great. Wow, even the demons scared. And he said, Well, don't get rejoicing over demons coming out. Rejoice, your name is written in heaven. And he said, I give you authority to tread on serpents, scorpions, and all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall in any wise harm you. So then when we look in Mark, Mark chapter 16, again it's the Great Commission, and it says, I think verse 18, these signs shall follow them that believe. So Jesus started with 12, then another 70, now he says, all who believe. All who believe. Can share the gospel. Pray for the sick. Cast out demons. In other words, he expands the commission. But the same ingredients are there. Now he makes it possible for all. All who believe. All who believe. Yeah. So again, it reinforces that the uh, it's Jesus' intention that all people be involved in ministry like this. empowers the church to preach the gospel and demonstrate the power of the kingdom wherever they go. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and verse 7, it says, Now the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person to profit with all. In other words, he's saying, it's God's heart and will that every believer be empowered supernaturally. Every believer be able to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. It's got nothing to do with maturity. 
nor the position in the church. It has to do with faith. And he lists the gifts of the Spirit. Supernatural operations. So why is it more people are not operating in this kind of ministry? Why are not more people doing it? There's a number of answers to that. One, they haven't been discipled in it. Two, they don't know how to do it. And three, there's a fear of stepping out. And that fear barrier is present for every person. You have to face fears of failure and the internal conflict in order to move out in ministry. So we were watching yesterday to see how you responded when you were put in front of people needing ministry. And some of you were bold and confident in stepping out. And others were sort of standing back. Okay, now, here's what's going on. It's not that God doesn't want to help the person. It's not the person doesn't want help. They have come for help. And God is there to help. And there's an anointing there to minister. What is the problem? The problem lies within. The problem lies within. In what you believe. Fear and unbelief will stop us being effective in ministry. Fear and unbelief will stop us being effective in ministry. So this is an internal battle for you to break through. It's not a battle to believe that there are demons. We know they're there. It's not a battle to believe that God wants people to be free. We know that. The battle is to believe if I do something, God will move with me. It's an internal battle of fear and unbelief. And you need to break through that. In Ephesians 3.20, God is able to do more than we ask or think. So God can do more, but you've got to change how you're asking and change how you're thinking. So can we realize then that that is where most of the battle lies? We need a strategy to break through internally. We need to break through our own fear barriers. Break through our thinking barriers. And this requires that you, number one, you must set a goal. I want to break through in this area. You must desire. You must desire for God to work in that way. Nothing ever happens without desire. 
I must want God to flow through me in power. And I must want it enough to pursue it and make the changes I need to make. So number one is desire. How can I break through these barriers? Number one, desire. Number two, I need to recognize what the barrier is. Is it fear? Is it rejection? I don't believe that God will work through me. Rejection always has unbelief with it. So identify what your barrier is. That's what you've got to push against. <coughs> Number three, <coughs> develop a strategy to push against these things. It's like an invisible pressure coming on you. It's a spiritual pressure. It pushes on your mind and emotions. It's very real, I understand that. It's fear of what people will think. Fear of failing. Uncertainties about whether God is with me. Feelings of guilt about my life. That's the battle. All inside you. And I found if you're going to win it, you've got to name the thing you're fighting. Develop a strategy for pushing against it. So here's some things that would help you. Part of the strategy is number one, you've got to work on your inner life. Number one, work on your inner life. You need to press against those things. Leave a space, I'll show you how to do that in a moment. And number two, you need to put yourself in a place where you're having to exercise your gift regularly. In other words, you've got to, number one, work internally, and then two, put yourself in a place where you're having to press through. Offer to pray for people. Offer to be in the altar call. Ask God to bring people to you. You just have to do it. You can't get experience without doing. So even if you don't feel very adequate, ask God to bring people you can minister to. It's only in the doing you learn. So stand back. And you don't get doing, you can never learn. There's a, there's a part of this that only is developed as you do. So you've got to have to take a risk. So what you can do then is work internally on your life inside. So I found, and I still find, I, I struggle sometimes with the desire to draw away from ministry. <laughs> it's like it's more comfortable to just talk than to do. It's the safety zone to stay back. It takes a risk 
to step out. It's always going to be a risk. But you can grow in confidence if you keep practicing. So it helps if when you're stepping out, you just keep thinking, it's a practice, it's a chance for me to learn. So every time you get to minister to someone, it's just a learning opportunity. A learning opportunity. So ask God to give you many learning opportunities. So how will I work internally? What must I do? So suppose you recognize that fear is your problem. Or you have a very low esteem, you don't value yourself. Those are thoughts and beliefs of the heart. They may have spirits with them. You may need deliverance. So because they have th their thoughts, and they're spiritually empowered, you have to deal with them from a in a spiritual way. So these are some things you could do. Number one, you need to name them. Two, develop a habit of strong praying in tongues so you energize your spirit. We will increase our capacity to overcome things if the energy and life of the spirit is increased. Second thing to do is to stand against them. Speak to them. And declare your dominion over them. Speak and declare your dominion over them. Refuse them. Speak like it's a living thing. Jesus spoke to a tree. Jesus spoke to a storm. Jesus spoke to water. Speak to it. Like it's living. And declare your authority over it. Push it down. Using your word. Push against fear. Push against rejection. Third thing you can do is ask the Lord to show you where this has come into your life. You may need to deal with or resolve something like we've talked about. And if God shows you, then you can repent or forgive or renounce depending on what he's shown you. So if the most important key is this. It is meditation. Meditation <coughs> shifts your heart beliefs. Meditation. In 1 Timothy, <coughs> I'll just I'll give you two scriptures. We're going to look at the example of Timothy. So here's the first scripture we'll look at. 2 Timothy 1, verse 6. And I'll read the scripture to you. And I want you to uh, notice or identify what Timothy's problem is. 2 Timothy 1, verse 6. And Paul refers to this problem twice. 
Once in each letter. So let's look at it in 2 Timothy 1 verse 6. He said, now Timothy, he said, I remind you, stir up the gift of God which is in you by the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, a sound mind. So what is he? What is the problem that Timothy has? What is it? Fear. He's intimidated. Why is he intimidated? He's a young man. And there's all these older people. And he's in a culture where the young men are less important than the older people. Does that sound familiar? So he's intimidated. Because they're looking down on him. Oh, you're a young person. How come you have these things? And he has learned in his cultural background to respect those over him. So he is intimidated. Feelings of fear are pushing on him. Feelings of inadequacy are pushing on him. And Paul tells him, stir up the gift of God which is inside you. In other words, the gifting had become dormant. It's like a fire that was just gone down and it's now just little embers. He's saying, stir up the gift. Then if you want to make a fire burst back into life, Blow on it. Few embers left. Put some more fuel on it. So how do you stir up the gift of God? Pray in tongues. Energize your spirit, man. Pray strongly. Let your spirit arise. Stir yourself up. No one can do that for you. There's a fire in you. You are responsible. Activate the fire. One way to activate the fire is by speaking strongly in tongues. Beginning to daily energize your life by strong speaking in tongues. Powerful gift to lift our energy and lift the anointing inside us. And he says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. So stir the power of God. Pray in the spirit. Okay, now there's another thing he tells them to do. In 1 Timothy 4.15, and he says, don't let anyone despise you. And then he says, don't neglect the gift. <coughs> so gifts can be neglected. The church on the whole 
has neglected the power ministry. Meditate on these things. And then give yourself to them. Okay, so now we have three keys on how to stir up the gift and break out of intimidation. Key number one, strong praying in tongues, stirring and energizing your inner man. Couple it with fasting. Pursuing God. Okay, second key is meditation. Meditation means literally to revolve something in your mind over and over and over and over. Another meaning of meditation means to murmur or to speak out. Another meaning of meditation means to imagine. Imagine. Okay. So here's what we need to learn how to do. To imagine God working through us. To use our imagination to see the truth. Your imagination is extremely powerful. For example, if fear comes into your life, it usually comes because you've imagined something bad happening. Your imagination enables you to picture something that hasn't yet happened. You can imagine a holiday. And you picture it. And you start to feel joy as you picture this vacation you're going to have. So you can imagine the future, things that haven't happened you can see them and start to feel them. You can use your imagination to picture things that aren't present yet. So if you own a motor vehicle or a motor scooter, it's not here in the room with us. But you could close your eyes and imagine it. You could see it. You could start to see the details. So our imagination can see something in the future. Our imagination can see something that's present but not here with us. So if you were to imagine your, your motor scooter or your motor vehicle, it's like it was right there in front of you. So you can use your imagination to remember things that once happened. So your imagination can look at the past, the present, and the future. Have a think about this. Because God is so big, one of the only ways we can really grasp Him is through the imagination. It's the only thing big enough. Our mind is very limited. Now think about this. When God speaks to people, He, he says he, He'll speak in visions and dreams. Okay, so in other words, He says in Acts chapter 2, I think 42, he said, 
the anointing will come on you. The old men will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. So where do you see a dream? In your imagination. Where do you get visions? In your imagination. So your imagination is very, very important. It is your ability to picture things. You can create a mental picture of something that once happened, of something that is not yet not present but is real, or of something that has not yet happened. Your imagination can create that picture. Your mind can't tell whether it's real or not real. So, so for example, if you were to go into one of those uh, rides in the, in the, in the uh, like in Hollywood, they, they put you in this uh, machine and sit in a chair. You're looking at a screen. Now, when you have this experience, they just make the, mach the machine you're in just go like that. And on the screen, you look like you're going somewhere. Did you go anywhere? Not at all. Did you feel like you've gone somewhere? Oh, yes, you come out exhausted. In other words, your mind can't distinguish between the real and the imaginary. You may have gone through uh, one of the, I can't remember the rides. Can you remember any of the rides? Universal. Well, Back to the Future. And some of them have a like a roller coaster ride. You're not in the roller coaster. But you feel like you are. And you feel exhausted at the end of it. But you just sat in a chair and imagined something. When you walk out of it, you think, I was just in this horrendous ride. In other words, your body and your inner a man doesn't distinguish easily between the real and the imagined. Okay, next thing to notice is that everything that you see, think about this building here. I remember when there was just a vacant spot. So how did this building get to be here? Someone imagined it. Imagine. In other words, before it became real, it was imagined. So your imagination is the ability to picture. It's an ability to see something that's not yet here but can be. Something that's not present but is real. So your imagination is very, very powerful. And your imagination can access the realm of the spirit. That's where the dreams come. That's where the visions come. So your imagination is crucial for your engagement with God. When people are worshipping, they did a survey of a group of people worshipping. How much they enjoyed the worship experience. And they asked the question, what was different between the ones that really enjoyed it 
ones who didn't get much out of it. The people that really got a lot out of the service, they engaged their mind and imagination in connecting with God. The people who didn't get much out of it, did not connect that way. Their minds just wandered. Why? Now let's get back to meditation. What I've done is I've talked about the imagination. That it's your ability to create pictures. It's where the Spirit of God communicates with you. It enables you to picture things that are not yet there. It enables you to picture things which are there as though they're here right now. And it's, a, it's an important part of your life. So with meditation, you need to use your imagination to picture the words of God. Picture the truth. Picture the truth. Picture what God says. Now for example, you can read about the crucifixion and in your mind, imagine yourself walking with Jesus right through to the cross. You can picture it. Okay. Uh, you can take uh, some of the stories of scripture and you can use your imagination to picture them. You can take the truth of Scripture. God is with me. And you can picture it. And the more you picture it, the more real it becomes to you. The more you picture it, the more it becomes established in you. For if I was to ask you to work out this calculation, four times three, immediately twelve comes to mind. How did you know that? Twelve. You didn't do that. Twelve. How did you do that? How did you remember it? You learned it by heart. And what we mean is you learnt it by repetition. So repetition builds things into you. So if you take this, this truth of scripture and picture it and picture it and embrace the picture and keep repeating it it becomes part of your heart it becomes easy it becomes real so let me just show you a, a, a way and demonstrate it in a couple of ways all right well Demis, can i just can you come with me all right then Come here. That's right. Let's come take your hand. All right. Then. We just need someone behind her. Now, I want to just help you. So I'd like you just to close your eyes. And I'm going to help you to meditate. Okay. Now, the, the Bible 
is full of pictures, stories, or pictures for us to meditate on. 圣经里头充满了一些的画面，让我们能够来默想的。Now, so meditation, I need to use my imagination. 所以默想的时候，我们需要用我们的想象力。And reach out and embrace what I see. 要拥抱我所看见。Welcome the picture. 要欢迎那一个画面。Okay, now, is it true that Jesus is alive? 那耶稣是活着，是不是真理 ？That's true. 是。Okay, then. Now. The problem when we come to minister is we become conscious not of God but of our own lacks. That we 没有服侍的时候，没有专注在神的身上，我们只想到我们的不足与恐惧。So long before you get to a ministry place, 所以当你在服侍之前 ，you need to meditate. 你必须默想 that God is with you. 神与我同在。So the moment you close your eyes to pray, 所以当你闭上眼睛去祷告 ，you're in His presence quickly. 你就很快进入到他的同在。Now most people are not conscious that God is present. 大部分的人都不知道神与我们同在。They just feel He's a long way off. 他就觉得神离我们很遇远。I want to just help. So I'm going to help you now. And this is what we're going to do. So we will do this. I'm just going to help you picture something that John saw in the book of Revelation. So I just want you to see how John saw in the book of Revelation. So when we say we're using our imagination, 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 so when we say we're using our John saw Jesus. He had a vision of him. John 看见耶稣，他有一个意象。And he wrote down what he saw. 他就写下来，他看见什么。I want you to imagine that you were seeing Jesus just like he did. 我要你就只是想象你看见了耶稣。Revelation four. 这使使徒写的启示录四章，他看见耶稣站在那。He looked. 他看了。And he saw him. 他看见他。His eyes. Flashing like fire, his eyes were like burning fire, alive, full of love, full of intensity, full of passion. Imagine that. Look and see it. His countenance was alive, shining like the sun. His countenance was alive, full of love, full of intensity, radiant, full of love. His hair white, alive with the glory of God. His clothing, long garment, white, shining, brilliant, because of the life of God. Just look at him. Look at him. See, he's looking at you. He can see right into you. He loves you deeply. 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 Meditation. So, meditation. Not just making up something that's not real. Not just imagining something that's not real. But picturing something that is real. But picturing something that is real. Okay. I just took 
what I read in the Bible. Began to use the words to help her see. And as she began to picture what I was saying, using her imagination, she came to a certain point when the Holy Spirit made it all alive, and she encountered him. So she's now experiencing the Lord. You see how imagination is a gateway into experiencing God. Whatever's got your imagination has got your life. If it's pictures of fear, you will feel fear. If it's pictures of God's love and presence, you will feel His love and presence. The problem is we have many pictures inside us that are contrary to Scripture. Meditation builds the truth into us in a way that we can experience it as being real. Now, just think about this. What Jesus saw in the Bible is absolutely true now. He is like that now. He is here like that now. Meditation, she pictured what was not here as though it was here. And it became real for her. It enabled her to experience it. Meditation is one of the most powerful ways of changing your inner beliefs and experiencing God. It is the repetition that builds the truth into your life. Your mind cannot comprehend Abstracts. Your mind only can comprehend something concrete. So if I if I said cold, we don't relate to that. If I said ice cream, ah, now that I can relate to. Ice. Snow. That's concrete. Cold is abstract. Tell us what you experienced. Like, I felt that Jesus was talking to me that he understand everything that I'm going through in ministry. And so I felt relieved. Wow. I didn't talk about any of those things. All I did was got her to focus her eyes on Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit started to make that alive. <laughs> it became a real experience. This is fixing our eyes on something. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Now there are many ways you can see Jesus. You could see him as the good shepherd. 
Now remember what I was talking about before. I said you can't your mind does not comprehend abstracts. does not relate to them. You need something concrete. So for example, if I said God is love. If I said God loves you. Now that is hard to comprehend. Because the word love is hard to comprehend. It's too abstract. And so if I was to say God loves you, everyone says, yeah, I know that. If I ask, do you feel loved by God? Not really. In other words, if I asked you about your experience, it's often quite different to what you know or you have head knowledge about. So what I need in order to get the truth inside me that God loves me, I need to meditate on it in such a way I can relate to it. Let me just give you an example. David wrote the, the 23rd Psalm. Everyone knows Psalm 23. Uh, it's a great prayer. So the first thing to realize is this. Is it's actually a picture story of a man's relationship with God. It's not just a nice psalm. It's a picture of a man in his connection with God. And Jesus was uh, uh, sorry uh, David was a shepherd so he understood a shepherd's life so he is relating to Jesus out of what means something to him now, you live in Taiwan, no sheep so when you read the Lord is my shepherd just a nice psalm there's nothing there's no experience to connect it to. But this is what it would mean to David. Said, the Lord God Almighty is my shepherd. Now when he used the word shepherd, to him it meant friend. That's what the word literally means. A friend of the flock. It means someone who slept with the flock. Lived with the flock. Protected the flock. Provided for the flock. Guided the flock. Stood and healed them when they needed healing. So a shepherd was someone whose life was deeply connected to the sheep. They live together. Actually, you can't understand that in Taiwan. You've got to go back and look at what this meant to him. So when he says, The Lord God Almighty is my shepherd, he's beginning to see God in all his majesty. The mighty God who made all of this creation. And he's my friend. 
So what would that look like? 所以这看起来会像什么呢 ？Eyes full of love. 他眼睛充满了爱。Smiling. 微笑。Reaching out, glad to see you. 他就说啊，我很高兴看到你。He said you can relate to that. 你能够连接这个。You can connect to that. 能够连接。So when he says the Lord God Almighty is my shepherd, he's thinking of someone warm, loving, caring, connecting with him. 充满爱的一个的牧者跟他连接。Now you begin to picture that. 你再一次看到这个。And you'll start to experience Jesus as your shepherd. 你就可以开始经历到耶稣是你的牧者。See if I just say the Lord your shepherd. 如果说耶和华是你的牧者。Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Ah, 对对对，我们逼不出去吧。所以 ，our heart doesn't connect to it. 因为我们的心不会连接。So what we'll do is this. We'll just stop for a moment. 好，我们现在就暂停一下哈。And and this is what I'd like you to do. 请你现在这样子做。I'd like you just to stand up where you are. 现在起立。Okay, then I want you just to close your eyes and relax. And if you just move so that the back of your legs is touching your chair, so then your chair can be your catcher if you find you can't stand. So don't have your cell phone there in case you sit on it and smash it. 等一下，你坐下来，手机就压坏了。Your chair will be your catcher. 你的椅子会接住你。Okay, then. Now this is what I want you to do. Just relax. Now, I want you just. We're all just going to pray quietly in tongues. Just you know, quietly in tongues. Let's begin to pray in tongues. Let your spirit start to flow. Call ba 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 shika da ba da da. Let's begin to pray in tongues. Just let your spirit move. Yalla ba 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 shika da ba da 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 ba da da ba da da. Yalla ba 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 shika da ba da 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 ba da da ba da da da. Kiyalla ba 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 shika da ba da 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 ba da 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 ba da da da. Yalla ba 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 shika da ba da 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 ba da ba da da yalla ba da ba da da yalla ba 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 da da. Okay, now just stop praying now. 来安静一下。Okay, now we were just getting you to just let your spirit flow. 我只是想让灵开始来动。Now just stay relaxed. 放轻松。And I want you to begin to imagine. 我现在开始想象。The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. 开始想象，耶和华是我的牧者。So I, I just always memorize the scripture and then speak the scripture out. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Now begin to picture that. God Almighty, all powerful, and He's your shepherd. He's your friend. I want you to imagine him now, standing right before you. He's your friend, so he's near you. Try to imagine his eyes, alive, full of fire, passion, intensity, looking straight into you, and he loves you deeply. There's no anger or judgment in his eyes. Eyes that just love you. You've never seen anything like that before. There's Jesus. Eyes alive. Look at his countenance. 
shining, radiant. It's so full of joy. So full of love. And he's smiling. He's not frowning at you. He's your friend. He's smiling. Look at his face. Fix your eyes on his face. Smiling at you. And look at his hands. He's your friend. His hands are reaching out to you. Welcoming you. He's welcoming you. He's glad to see you. He considers you his friend. And he loves you. Just hold the picture in your mind. See him welcoming you. He cares about you. Hold that picture. Keep looking at his eyes, his countenance, his hands. And you notice his hands, there's a mark where there's been nails. He loves you deeply. Before you came to know him, he gave his life for you. Nothing can separate you from his love. Reach out to him. It's, it's like hold him. Let him hold you. Imagine that. He's holding you. His love is flowing into you. God Almighty loving me. How amazing. Just receive it into your life now. Just receive into your life right now. Enjoy him. I have no lack. I'm totally accepted. He can see what's wrong in my life. But he's not worried about it. He's not concerned at all. He's focusing on me. He loves me. Enjoy him. Enjoy his presence. As he holds you, you are totally loved, totally accepted. How wonderful is his love? It's like a fire burning through you. It's what you've been looking for all these years. Trying to find it this way and that way. You've wanted people to love you. But really, he just wanted you to know how much he loved you. I am loved. Try to enjoy it. Receive his presence. Come, Lord, more. Go deeper. Holy Spirit, come. Reveal more of Jesus.
That's right. Let your heart let go. Tears. It's been such a struggle for so long. Struggle to be accepted. Struggle to be good enough. There he says it's all right. I love you. You are of value to me. Listen to him. He wants to speak with you. He wants to talk into your heart. Wants to show you things. Let him minister to you. Let him heal you. Some of you are carrying tremendous grief related to your father. You longed for your father to love you. But somehow he couldn't. You longed for your father to speak words of encouragement. But somehow he never did. Long for your father to just hold you. But he never could. There's been this deep pain in your life. And you've struggled. Looking to be loved. Looking for relationships. Looking for identity. Struggling inside. What's wrong with me? And Jesus is there. He wants to heal. He is the everlasting Father. Fix your eyes on Him. Just release forgiveness. Release forgiveness to your Father. Let it go. Jesus wants to meet that need in your life. Let him come to you now. Healing. Restoring. He says, you belong to me. I love you. I love you. I love you. I accept you. I love you. You are precious to me. 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 I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. 
I will always be with you. 我会永远与你同在。I will not leave you as others have left you. 我不会像别人一样的抛弃你。I will not use you like others have used you. 我不会利用你像别人利用你。But I love you. 但我爱你。And I am with you. 我会与你同在。To heal you. 要医治你。Thank you, Jesus. 谢谢耶稣。Keep your eyes fixed on Him. 专注在他身上。Keep your eyes fixed on him. 专注在他的身上。Now he's going to begin to move again on your life. 然后他再一次在你生命当中动工了。Thank you, Lord. 谢谢主。Now we're just going to change the picture now. 好，现在我们换一个画面了。We're going to change the picture. 我们现在先换一个的图画。So just stay with me now. 好，继续跟着我。I want you to picture a very big house. 我要你看一个很大的家。Many many rooms. 很多房间。And you're standing in the entrance area of the house. 你站在这个门的门口。To look around. 你到处看看。You can see all of the rooms. 你看见每一个房间。Some of them the doors are open. 有一些的房间门是开的。And some of them the doors are locked. 有一些的门是锁着的。And behind those locked doors， 在这些门的后面 ，there's some experiences you don't want to remember。有一些的记忆是你不想要记得的。Things that happened to you， 有一些发生在你身上的事情。And they so deeply hurt you。那些很深伤害你的。You locked the door。你把门锁起来了。This house is your life。这一个的家是这房子是你的生命。And you have locked rooms in your life. 你生命里头有一些锁着的房子。Places you don't want to go. 是你不想要去的地方。Places you don't want to remember. 你不想要记得的。Locked rooms. 锁起来的。With some very sad memories. 有一些很悲痛的记忆。Some frightening memories. 一些害怕的记忆。You just did the best you could. 你尽力的去。But you've locked the door. 但是你把门锁住了。I want you to look again. 我要你再一次看。And look for Jesus. 让你去寻找耶稣。Jesus has come into your house. 耶稣进到你家里了。And he's standing right there in front of you. 他站在你的前面。And he loves you. 他爱你。You've invited him into your house. 你邀请他进入到你家了。And he loves. 他爱你。He is with you. 他与你同在。But there's these rooms you haven't let him in. 但是有一些房间你没有让他进去。And he says, "I want to go into those rooms with you." 他说，我想要跟你一起进入这些的房间。Would you open the door? 你愿意打开门吗 ？Would you let me come into that room? 你愿意让我进入这个房间吗 ？Go back to where you were hurt. 他想要能够来这边。And heal you. 要医治你。I won't push my way in. I'll come if you'll invite me. And you have to make a decision now. He's the Lord, my shepherd. He restores my soul. 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear, for He is with me. So I just walk with Jesus. Go to that room. Unlock the door. Let go now. Let the control go. Go back there to that place. What do you see? Now fix your eyes on Jesus. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. In Jesus' name, I command tormenting spirits associated with trauma, rejection, bitterness, death. Go! Go in Jesus' name right now. Go in Jesus' name right now. Spirits of terror, fear, hatred. Go! Spirits of death, go! I break death wishes. Bitter judgments, I break them. Go, go, go. Tormenting spirits, go, go, go. Death, spirits of abuse, go. Spirits of hatred of men, go. Self-hate, go. Go now. Tormenting spirits, go. Death and hell, go. Jezebel spirits, go! Yes, he be the Ling Li Kai! Thank you, Lord. Just fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Him. Fix your eyes on Him. He's with you. He's with you. You're safe. Jesus is with you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall have no lack. He's my friend. I just look at him. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That's right. What is he doing? Fix your eyes on Jesus. He wants to speak to you. That's right. Fix your eyes on him. He wants to speak to you. That's right. Focus your attention on him. Let him speak to you. Let him speak to you. He has things he wants to say to you. He wants you to know you're safe. He wants you to know you're loved. He wants to bring this pain to an end. He loves you.
Now just watch him closely. I want you to watch what Jesus does. I want you to listen to what he has to say. He's bringing an end to this torment. Jesus. 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 He's your friend. He'll never leave you. He'll never reject you. He is with you. Now listen carefully to what he says to you. Words that heal. Words that set you free. Words that change your life. Jesus said, the words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Are you going to walk out of that room? You'll never be afraid of that situation again. Jesus is with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. In green pastures, he leads me. Beside still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in right paths. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your word and spirit comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the midst of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Right, I just want you to stop there. And let him anoint you. A shepherd would put anointing oil on the top of the sheep's head. Just receive right now. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. All the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Come and enjoy him, enjoy him. Enjoy him. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My cup runs over. Joy. Peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.
Right, we can just open our eyes again. 好，哎，再一次打开我们的眼睛。Okay, now. 好。I didn't expect that. 我我没有想到会发生这件事情啊。So let's just talk about what happened. 所以我们来谈谈发生什么了。The experience different people have would be quite different. 每一个人的经验都不太一样。But this is what we did. 但是我们做的是什么呢 ？I just talked to you about the imagination. 我刚才跟你讲的是想象。And how it's an important part of our engaging God. 这是很重要，我们要能够经历到上帝的。Then we talked about how to use pictures to engage with God. 我们讲的是说，我们要怎么样子跟上帝能够有连接。Not making up something that's not real. 不是要做一个想象一个不真实的。But using our mind to imagine what the Bible says is real. 但是要用我们的思想，圣经说什么是真的。And we began to create a picture of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. 所以我们要开始想象这个耶和华那个好的牧者。And as we did that, 当我们这样子做 ，you began to experience him. 你就开始经历他。It's the work of the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus, to make him real. So I just got you to imagine the truth, imagine what the Bible says. And then the Holy Spirit began to come and began to touch your heart. So imagination opened up the way to your heart. Once you started to Use your imagination to picture scripture. The Holy Spirit accessed your heart. And then, as we began to do that, people began to feel the reality of God's love. Remember what I said: your mind can't connect with an abstract thing. But something concrete can connect with. And so many began to weep. And cry, 开始哭了 ，because their heart has longed to be loved like this. 因为很多人一直想要被爱。The crying is a language of the heart. 这个心里头呼喊是一个真实的。So tears came up. 所以眼泪会出来。And then, because I could feel such a strong presence of God, 又感受很强的神的同在。I thought it would be a good opportunity. 我想会是一个好的机会。For you to allow the Lord to enter. A part of your life where there were painful memories. 就让善灵会进入到一个伤痛的一个地方去。So to make that easy and for you, 让那个变得比较容易。Because there's so many would have different things. 因为每个人都有不同的东西。We just use the imagination to picture a big house and it's your life. 就是想象一个大的房子，那是你的家。And to invite the Lord into a room in your life. 就邀请上帝进入到一个房间里头。And as soon as we did that， 当我们这样子做了 ，Suddenly the Holy Spirit raised up in many different people。突然间，上帝让很在人很多的地方 issues, 一些隐藏的东西 rooms, 一些隐藏。Suddenly they began to be real。突然间就变真实了。They were always there。他们一直是在。It's just when the Spirit was moving。但是当灵在动工 ，it suddenly come up and it become real。突然间就活了过来。As it came up， 当它出来了 ，there of course was a lot of pain。那当然有很多的伤痛。And then we ask the Lord you to just let the Lord walk with you into that situation。就让上帝跟着你走进这个状况。And for many of you, you would have had remembered something painful。那有些人就记得一个伤痛的事情。It become quite vivid。然后就非常非常真实。And you would start to feel the emotions of it all。然后你就会再一次感受到那种。That's what was happening。Except this time, Jesus was with you. So initially, you have all the feeling. 
刚开始有很多的感受。You to to Jesus, 但是你永远要专注在耶稣身上，愿让你得到自由。I began to command spirits. 我就开始吩咐邪灵。And immediately all these spirits start to flush up and flush out. 突然间，好多的邪灵都出来了。They were always there. 他们一直在那。They've been there for years. 好多年都在那。They were there hiding. 他们躲在那里。Tormenting. 搅扰。But when you let the Holy Spirit have access. 但是当你让圣灵进来。They're flushed out. When we let, when we dismantle the house, how do we dismantle the house? 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 How do we d And immediately everything began to subside. Now, 很多东西都开始飘下来了。People began to experience the Lord. 很多人就开始经历了耶稣了。Now, normally, this is not done in a big group like this. 大部分不是像这种房，这个这么多人一起做。Work with a person on their own. 你会一对一的帮助一个人。The Holy Spirit and the person would show you what the issue was. 圣灵就会帮助你去面对这个状况。Because this was a corporate nature. 但是因为这次我们是一整个教室。Had to do it in a general way. 所以我需要用比较这个广泛的做法。Now you understand how powerful. Imagination is. So now you can understand how powerful imagination is. So now you can understand how powerful imagination is. Until it starts to become reality inside you. I just use this as an opportunity to show you two things. The reality of your imagination as a connection to the world of the spirit. And how Jesus can come to heal memories. By changing the pictures. Jesus, 怎么样子可以来这边改变你的想象 ？Meditation won't involve all of that. 但是默想神的话语不会有这么多事情。Meditation is just picturing the word of God. 这就只是想象神的话。Going over and over and over in your mind. 一直在你的脑海里头。Now it would really help you when you're praying in tongues. 当然，假如说你常用方言祷告会更好。If you picture the word of God. 如果你看见神的话。The reality of what you're doing. 你在方言祷告就看见到这个图画。The Bible says, when I pray in tongues, my mind is unfruitful. 他说，圣经说，我方言祷告的时候，头脑是没有果效的。问题是什么 ？If your mind is distracted, you disconnect. 如果你的思想被人别的东西抓走的时候，所以当你在方言祷告，你要看见耶稣。你进入到他的宝座。你去读一下这启示录这个宝座前是什么样子。以西结书、以赛亚书。你读到知道神的宝座。And then i m a 就好像走进那个地方，专注在他的身上。And keep your mind fixed as you pray. And you begin to train yourself to engage God and stay engaged. Most people, their mind distracts very quickly. Goes everywhere. And so they don't stay connected. 
for example, in just a very simple relationship level, we are talking and interacting, and I begin to think of something else, I disconnect immediately. Most of you had that experience. You're talking to someone, and then their mind switches off and goes somewhere else, and you feel the break in connection. It's the same in your connecting with God. If you're praying, fix your mind on him. Then you can stop your praying. Keep your mind fixed on him. And let the Holy Spirit make this all real. So in prayer, pray in the tongue strongly. Fix your mind on Jesus. See him in different ways. Build truth into your life by meditating in Scripture and confessing that Scripture. So we see the keys then. Stir up your spirit man. Strong praying in tongues. Meditate and picture the truth. It may feel a little uncomfortable because your heart beliefs may react. So reject the, the lies that seem to keep coming up in your mind. Embrace the truth. And then the Bible says you must give yourself to so if I'm going to minister and grow in it, I've got to actually practice. And it's in the practicing we begin to start to become strong in the spirit. Now, let me just finish with show you one more thing. If you have taken time daily, intentionally, to meditate entering the presence of God, staying engaged with Him, worshiping Him, then when you come to pray for people, it will be a lot easier. Just come. Now, if you just stand there, Stand there. Stand over here. That's right. Just put your hand out to me. I'll take it in a moment. Okay. Now, when you come to minister to someone, the 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 biggest problem is is there are two main areas. One, preparing the person. Two, making sure you're prepared. So just close your eyes and focus on the Lord. Now, if I, uh, many of you, when it came to doing the deliverance or came to praying, doubts rise up. It's not you doubt that there are demons. It's not you're doubting God wants to help. It's not doubting that God is here to do something. It's doubting anything will happen if I do it. That is what's holding you back. It's what you believe. That's why if you take time in prayer, picture yourself delivering people. See yourself commanding spirits. The power of God is flowing through you. See it in prayer. See it happening. And when you come to pray, the moment you close your eyes, you start to see the power of God flowing. You need to see it. Then you'll see it. So you don't wait until you come to people before you see things. Use your imagination to see miracles happening. To see God working through you. Embrace it. 
yourself ministering. And faith will start to grow. When you stand in front of a real person, the moment you close your eyes, oh, that's where you've been every day for months. And you'll just do it. Even think about this. Olympic athletes, now, before they ever get out into the track, they imagine and they see themselves doing this greatly. They, they build pictures of success. They allow their inner man to see themselves succeeding. Where do they learn all that from? They know it works. But where did it come from? Oh, 1 Timothy 4.15. Meditate these things and give yourself wholly to them and your profiting will appear. Your development will be apparent. Don't wait till you're with people. Meditate. And then use every opportunity to minister. And it won't be long before you'll see many, many things happening. with one last thing. Instead of waiting for one a big thing to happen one day, use what you have every day. by little it will grow. Don't wait to win the lottery so you'll have a lot of money. Save a little every week. you'll have meant much. Don't wait for a big thing from God. You have what you need. Develop it and use it. Amen. Amen. Let's just take a break now.